Welcome to Hello Intention, the podcast, a place where there's no judgment, no shame, and no guilt. Each episode is customized to help you discover and utilize the power of intention within while traveling along your life's journey. Let's begin to unpack all things reality. It's time, time to bring clarity to just how much our experiences both past, present, and even future, shape who we are, where we stand, and how we bring forth the best version of ourselves. I'm your host, Siobhan, licensed psychotherapist dedicated to helping individuals thrive, change expert, and life strategist. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to our intentional community. Before we get started, just a quick note. Hello Intention is not intended to be a substitute for obtaining and or building a personal relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Hey, hey, everyone. How are you doing? How are you feeling? How have the last few days been for you? I hope that you've been able to get a touch of sunshine at some point over the last week. And I hope that spending a little time together today I can bring you something that adds value, direction, and clarity to your world. Okay, so let's jump right in. I'm going to throw out a word, and then I'm going to pause for a second so you can think of what it means to you, how you might define it, or what you may even have heard connected to this word over time. Okay, ready? Identity. Here I pause for you just for a second as you think on the word, as you pull your definition or your thought. So when you heard that word identity, what did you think of? There may be many things that did come to mind. Social identity, religious identity, gender identity, cultural identity, and yes, Those are all proper descriptions or categories, if you will, for the word. And they do hold a place in the composite of our full identity. But today, for our conversation, it's not going to be on any of the social groups of identity, but rather on the element of personal identity. So you see, personal identity is the unique way in which we define ourselves, the way in which we answer the question, who am I? The way in which we see the essence of what makes us, well, us. Is this something you've ever taken into consideration? Something you've ever given thought to? Have you ever been asked the question, who are you? Or what makes up your identity? Truthfully, it can be something that is tough for someone to relay or verbalize at times. So if you haven't, I want you to go ahead and take a quick second. Think about what the answer looks like for you, how you would answer the question. You can even pause this real quick and jot down a couple things that jump out for you. Maybe the first three things that come to your mind and then come back and let's finish talking about it. Now, if you have been asked that question before, 
or any of those questions, think about how you answered. What were the things that came to your mind at that time? Why am I asking this question? And why have I asked you to go through this exercise today? Because I want to chat with you about identity versus roles. How they differ and how sometimes we often confuse one for the other while also allowing ourselves to get wrapped up in one set of descriptions when we really don't have to. The word and concept of identity, right, is something that honestly is a bit complex and even unclear at times. But nonetheless, it absolutely is important to explore as it can be a strong basis for the makeup of our self-esteem and so much more. It's important to understand who we are as we journey through life and set our intentions. This is something that helps us to understand a variety of things, to include what we may need and how we will show up. And quite importantly, it helps us develop confidence and surety in all that we possess within us as individuals. So what shapes our identity? Though there have been various contributions to the answer of this question, for the purpose of today, I offer you the answer that it's what we believe about ourselves. So you see, because of this, it's important to also note that unfortunately, over time, there can be a number of false narratives that we develop, attach to our identity, and carry around with us. There's a psychologist by the name of Eric Erickson who defined identity as a fundamental organizing principle which develops constantly through the lifespan. This piece is imperative for us to receive because over time, I've encountered many individuals that end up feeling such shame or guilt because they don't see themselves being fully developed at a certain point. But with understanding what Erickson has paved for us, we can see that through certain stages of development, it is important for pieces of our personality and identity to be resolved in order to appropriately transition to our next stages. Now, I understand that some of this information right here may not be as clear for you. And it may be for some the first time you've heard of this theorist, but I'm going to connect some pieces to kind of bring clarity as we talk more about it, right? So how does this connect? Well, it does connect because, yes, sometimes we may not be at certain stages or places in our lives, but how often do we then give ourselves a level of grace? And turn to trying instead to understand why this may be, as opposed to feeling defeated and unable to fulfill this piece of our lives. Or as I mentioned earlier, how often do we just attach a negative narrative to our identity from that point on? Erickson is also the theorist noted for his eight stages of psychological development. I wanted to bring you this theory for a couple of reasons. One, of course, because as we've noted in his description of identity earlier, the theory is built on the element of understanding it takes a series of stages 
and a lifespan to develop as individuals. Another reason, though, that I wanted us to look at this theory is the stage within it. Identity versus role confusion. The thing about this stage is that although it speaks more to one who is in their adolescent phase of life, it is also noted that without resolution to the conflict that will present during this phase of life, one may not develop essential pieces required for a strong sense of self. During the stage of identity versus role confusion, right, the individual seeks to establish a sense of self, establish an identity, if you will, and feel secure in it. This is also the conflict or challenge. The pieces or process that happen throughout this stage actually occur through explorations and experimentation with various elements such as behaviors, activities, etc. So think of the teenager who is seeking to develop an understanding of themselves, right? And through this, they try out new things, new surroundings, new behaviors. This phase plays an essential role in developing a sense of personal identity. And it continues to influence behavior and development for the rest of a person's life's journey. This point right here is imperative for us to receive. I want to note, though, that although this stage states the adolescent age group, it goes until the time of autonomous adulthood. What does that mean? This particular stage carries through till an individual feels that they are now able to be an independent adult. And pieces like trying new things, discovery of what you enjoy, pride in reaching accomplishments, they all contribute to the resolution required by this phase. So you might now see how this is something that one can still be struggling with even later on in life. Let's note here that this is one of the reasons it is so important for us to reflect on our experiences and events that have occurred in our lives. And no matter what the age, we should seek resolutions for areas we may find concerns or even underdevelopment within ourselves. Now, this is not something I am saying is simplistic to accomplish. This whole process takes introspection and even support. The other piece to this is that there are times when we find ourselves adopting pieces of identity with which society places on us. This occurs especially when we haven't given ourselves the necessary time required, or we find that it is difficult to be confident in the identity that we ourselves construct within. Here's where therapy can serve one well as they journey through all of this. I just wanted to throw out a resource here. Okay, so let's briefly move on to roles so that we can identify the contrast. When I say roles, I am referring to life roles, which include the various positions you will fall within along the way. One way to see role identities is to look at them as labels we apply to either ourselves or others even as we seek out a set of actions to be performed, 
a set of routines, behaviors even. What are some examples? Mother, father, teacher, student, daughter, son, entrepreneur. You get it. I do think this part is a bit easier to digest, and so I don't want to belabor the point. There are so many times that we tend to identify ourselves more with the roles we hold in life and less with our fundamental principles and values. The imperative pieces that contribute to the makings of our identity. Have you ever reflected and found that you describe who you are by beginning with your roles? So I might say therapist, mother, etc., However, this isn't where we should begin, and this is how it's easy to start to feel confused about the strength in who we are outside of all of our roles. The reason I want this to be something you receive is because things change. Life roles shift. Ask yourself what happens when your roles shift, when things change, when kids grow up, when your career shifts. All these things will have an effect on our life roles, and therefore we shift how we see our personal identity if we tie these two things together. Identity should build you, not divide you from yourself, and that which you take pride in about yourself. Remember, we are strengthening our self-confidence, our independence, and our commitment to ourselves. So I want to leave it right there because I hope that this was all clear and that you now have a good number of takeaways for identity versus roles. But I do want to leave you with your self-work. I encourage you to take a glance at how you view your personal identity. Make a list of your attributes. Think about your values as they can help build and solidify your identity. Identify areas in your life where you excel. Add them to the list and commit to not only acknowledging them, but building on them as well. And I want to keep it simplistic because, again, identity can take many twists and many turns, but I do want you to start there because whether you're someone who has thought about this a lot before or whether you're someone who is just now being introduced to it, it's worth kind of scaling back and going back through and listing out again these pieces. I hope that these things will help you to build and strengthen your identity. I hope that your identity is built on your value system and not the other things that people might put on you or society might say, is supposed to be. Throughout life, at times, the experiences that we have, the way we grow up, the the environments that we're in, they too may play a big part in developing our identity. But ultimately, we hold the key to what we take in and what we have confidence in for our own identity. And so I hope that from today on, you will find the power to stand in your true identity. Thanks so much for spending this time with me, and I look forward to chatting with you again soon.